him. I would sweat. I would think of every reason to not be on that call. It was all just big groups of like white American males. And, and that felt so uncomfortable for me, but I knew that I had to acclimatize to it. So if you're at a stage where it literally makes your palms sweat, okay, know that a lot of people go through this. But what I want you energetically to acclimatize to is I deserve a seat at that table. And there is no difference between these big people and me. And that's something that we have to build, right? And that you're going to build by just being in these rooms, just being with these people, just normalizing, seeing, you know, for, for me, it's the famous people in, in the healing industry. For you, it might be the famous people in the art world or the famous people in the writing world, okay? But you want to be in those rooms because it, that's going to create the self-image of, you know, I'm in the famous people rooms. I can be a famous person. I can get that level of success, okay? So think long game. You don't need to know exactly what's going to come from every single event. Uh, and, and also remember that you're building genuine, authentic relationships. That's how this works, right? It's, it's kind of like you're committed to networking, but you're also detached because if not, you might lose your mind. And you, not want to, you don't want to do it, right? Oh, I went to an event. I didn't sign a client. This isn't working. I'm not going to do it. That's transactional, okay? So for example, Tam and I have got a plan for the summer, right? And there's a lot of nourishing, there's a lot of meals, there's a lot of seeing people. We don't know who's going to sign up. And it doesn't matter, actually, because we know people will as a byproduct of us being in these places. Okay, so we have to always think about in manifestation, what can I control? I can control that I'm in the right rooms. I can't control other people's behavior. So I can't control who signs up. But I can control the fact that I'm in the room so I get the opportunity, right? So Tam, do you want to talk a little bit about self-image? Because you can, you can start. Um, I can speak about my journey with self-image. I don't know why, but I feel like you found this easier than me. Is that true? Do you think so? Uh, I'm not sure. Do you want to start with your story? Or... I can start if you want and I can give yeah. you my position and you can tell me if it's bollocks in my mind or if it's true. You see in the belief work. <laughs> I don't know if it's true or it's just something that I've told myself. Um, so for me, guys, I come from not business roots, not and not a, like a particularly prestigious family. You know, we're very, very, very super normal, veering on hippie. OK, so when I joined my mastermind this time, literally last year, and they said to me, you know, go where wealth goes. That's their biggest recommendation. Always, always go where wealth goes, because organically deals are going to happen. Contracts are going to be signed. Opportunities are going to be a plenty. OK, and um, that was really terrifying for me because I'd built my business until that point. And I've shared this with you guys of how could I be financially successful and mission driven and also not be very visible, okay? Um, because I didn't see myself as a big deal. I didn't see myself as even like maybe wealthy, but not really like, I just, I, I, I didn't see myself on an identity level as deserving to be in that room okay so actually doing this work for me brought a lot of shit up for me I remember when Tam and I went to an event and I made her go inside the event and I'm telling you honestly right do you remember Tam because I wouldn't go in because I was so bloody terrified and yeah. it's do you, do you remember that 
yeah and so it's slowly acclimatized and now it i i don't see it weird that i'm in luxury hotels i don't see it weird that i'm on private um business class flights i don't find it weird being in the first class lounge i don't find it weird being at fashion shows and all of these things but i want you to know that there was a process of acclimatization and that is self-image now the reason that this is so important it's not just about being in these rooms okay which has a business knock-on ripple effect but it goes deeper than that okay we can't outperform our self-image so you can't become a world-class best-selling author if you don't see yourself as a world-class best-selling author, that will affect the amount of copies that your book sells. You know, we don't manifest, and I'm going to repeat this, what we want, we manifest who we are. Who we are is our unconscious self-image. So through this, we get to do really, really big, beautiful identity works. Yeah, sounds like me one year ago. I, I love the fact that it's one year ago for you as well. And so it was a big leap for me in consciousness, partly because, you know, I'd basically just been in the hippie communities and suddenly wearing designer clothes and being in these rooms felt very, very alien. OK, but there was a conscious choice for me. And this is what I love about the embodied CEO. OK, I can be in the luxury room and I can also be wearing my knickers tits out on a hippie beach and I will feel just as comfortable. So I really believe that this is like part of wholeness. It's like I can be in all places and I see all of life expressed in me. Something that I found super duper helpful in these rooms is instead of seeing people as big, right? That's when we're pedestaling them and unconsciously, automatically, you're inferior, even if you don't realize. I try to just see this as a human being. Can I connect to their human? Because big, famous people, even if energetically you're pedestaling them, unconsciously, they're not going to see you as a mate. Do you see what I mean? Because you've unconsciously put them up there. You've unconsciously created separation. So we really want to be speaking to people, not with sparkly, shiny eyes of this is a famous person, but really from the eyes of I'm a human, you're a human, and I see the human within you, right? Tam, my projection potentially with why it was different for you is because you came from a less of a hippie place than me. And also you've been around wealth in partners and things for a long time right yeah so I think um actually just listening to you then a lot of the self-image work I did from a very young age from like 14 15 when I started actually working in the hair salon so I worked in a very like my roots have been like very normal background with my parents we didn't grow up with wealth but I worked for a very prestigious salon in my hometown and there we had eight weeks training before we were even allowed to come into contact with clients because it was such a high level salon you couldn't just be a girl that's doing a Saturday job from school. They go like, oh, hi, like, I'm going to wash your hair. I'm just going to sweep the floor. You had to have something about you. You had to, you had to shine and you had to thrive because also we had like tips competition and who got the tips and who was the most charming and all of this. So it was kind of instilled in me because I wanted to keep my job and I wanted to be the best. So I learned how, or they taught me how to hold myself. They taught me how to handshake with a firm handshake and not a like, hi, 
which so many women and some men actually do, that doesn't give you authority. If I'm going over to a high level client and they're allowing me to touch their hair, they want to make sure it's the best. Okay. So, hi, I'm Tamsin. Nice to meet you. I'm going to be shampooing your hair today. Or I'm the, I'm Hannah Alonso Signet, uh, assistant, the founder of the School of Integrative Healing. Actually, she's here today. I'd love to introduce you. Being authoritative and firm in your action was very easy for me because I'd had that earlier training. We had many, many wealthy clients that scared the hell out of me because <laughs> I'm like, I'm like this tiny little 14, 15 year old. And suddenly I got to take control and tell them where they're going and where to sit and to, to do all of these things, you know, and lead them right through from the stylist that's finished. And so that really, really helps me. Plus I'd had, um, I'd been to parties where there was wealth through hairdressing, right? I'd be, I'd, I'd met CEOs and managers of their own companies before as well, because they usually ended up being my boyfriends. So I'd been at a certain level, like one of my boyfriends, I mean, is ridiculous. He's yeah. Anyway, ridiculous, ridiculous wealth. And so that, that side of things was a little bit easier for me because of that, that background training I had. But if you, you know, just, look at yourself in the mirror and say, this is me. I am here. You hold yourself high. I mean, it's not essential, but it really helps me uh, with the authority piece, I think. Do you know something I tell myself that's a bit embarrassing, but I'm going to admit it because I found this so terrifying. My mantra is I am important. Do you know what I mean? I love that. That person, because this has been a real thing for me. I see like, Famous person over there, and I go, oh my god, I'm a shrew, and then I could be like, no, I'm an important human being too, Hannah, and like genuinely have to have this this dialogue in my head, or or something else that I have to affirm is like people care about what I have to say, you know. And so if you've got to do some belief work, if you've got to do some self image work, if you've got to do some alpha brainwave, like this is going to be so amazing because not only are you going to get comfortable in these places, but you're going to change your self image, which means that you can let more success in. For example, if your self-image is I'm a, a struggling, stressed mum, there's no way with the best strategy in the world that you can become anything but a struggling, stressed mum, right? So th this is really, really important. Yes, exactly. Adriana said my mantra yesterday was I deserve to be here. Yeah. And and honestly, use these mantras because it, it really helps. And I love that. I deserve to be here. I deserve a seat at this table. My voice is important, you know? And I'm going to say something that might be true for you or might not be true for you. But the majority of us in this group are women. And notoriously, we've been brought up to hear the voices of white, standardly American men on TV. Right. So a lot of us as women, we have unconscious programming of now, you know. And so it's a real overwrite of like, no, my voice is important. I have shit to say. It 